You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. Thanks so much for being here. And I'm currently sitting in my living room because <laughs> there is a bird outside of my office window. You'll, I think you'll hear him. I, I'm assuming it, it's a him, her, whatever, the bird. You'll hear the bird in this podcast episode. I was listening to it again today and heard him chirping, but it's a loud one and a little distracting. While I love my birds, they're not so great for podcast recording. So that's where I'm at, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I, okay, where do I start? There's so many, I, I say this every week, but now I actually have like more meat in terms of like what the excitement is that I've been so excited about the last few months. And we're getting ready to like start talking about it now. So I'm really excited to share all the fun things that are coming up in the next few months or so. So I, I know I had Jill and Selena on a couple weeks ago to talk about our free Facebook group called She Craves Truth. And there's a lot happening in there right now and a lot's going, like we have some really exciting announcements coming up in the next few weeks. One that I'm going to share with you today and another one that's going to happen in, in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. So excited. <laughs> um, the exciting one or, you know, I was going to edit this out, but I really don't care. My brain, I'm so tired. I have not been sleeping, um, which I won't get into details as to why now, but I, I'm, I've uncovered the reason and I'm working on it. But that leads to a brain full of mush and very difficult for me to put sentences together. So bear with me. <laughs> The announcement that I wanted to share today regarding the She Craves Truth group is we are actually launching a free five-day challenge within that group on July 8th. So it's going to be five days. And we did this because there's just so many messages and so much pressure out there right now to kind of around the lines of be like gain confidence by getting a quote summer body, or there's this thought that we can't fully enjoy the summer or do the things that we actually want to do or feel confident in our skin without first having this summer body, whatever the F that means. <laughs> and I know from personal experience, I really, I mean, it ended up being a whole year thing, not just preparation for the summer and the summer itself, but there was just, I, I felt like I ruined a lot of my experiences because I didn't feel that I was worthy of having them because I didn't have the body I thought I should have. And just, I think between the three of us, we've, we've learned throughout doing this work that it doesn't fucking matter what your body looks like and how like we can have confidence and feel the way that we want to feel about ourselves in the body that we currently have right now. So we are launching this five-day challenge. It's called the Ultimate Summer Shred Challenge, which is kind of a play on words. <laughs> and we're, it's it's essentially a five-day, quote, boot camp to build the pressure to lose weight and build the confidence to actually enjoy your 
summer. So this challenge is for you. If you're ready to let go of the pressure and guilt around needing to have a summer body, you want to learn how to feel confident in your skin right now. You're ready to let go of the expectations around needing to look a certain way to enjoy your summer. And you're ready to be a part of a group of amazing like-minded women with similar goals. So within those five days, you will learn how to release the guilt and pressure to have a summer body, build the confidence to show up to summer events as you are, wear the clothes that you actually want to be wearing and enjoy your summer without needing to change your body. So if this sounds like you, if this sounds like something you want to be a part of, you can just grab the link in the show notes um, or the link in my Instagram bio. You, all you just need to do is join the free, uh, join our free Facebook community, She Craves Truth, and we will be doing all of the challenges within that group. So all you have to do is, is join the group. So grab that link in my bio to do that. We will get you in there. And it's, it's just, I'm getting, I get really excited about this community because more and more women is, are, are just stepping up and sharing and just finding this place to be a safe space to share wins, you know, that you probably wouldn't share with other people because they probably wouldn't understand. And just ha- we just have this community and the space to really be able to support one another and celebrate our wins and talk about the stuff that we can't feel like we talk, we can talk about with other people. And I'm just so in love with our community and, and I want you to be a part of it. So go and grab that link. Uh, that's everything I wanted to say in terms of what's going on. Stay tuned because along with this announcement, there's going to be, I would say an even more exciting one coming up in the next few weeks. And with that, I'm excited to share today's episode with you. I interviewed my dear friend, Michelle Dufford. I met her actually at my, my previous job. It's funny (laughs) that job has brought Uh, a couple people into my life that I am now working with in the coaching world. So it's kind of funny how life does that. But Michelle and I, along with our friend Jen Hudak, who we met through the same job, we are now hosting events and, and workshops throughout right now, just in the Salt Lake, Utah area, and are hoping to expand that out. But we're hosting these events called Mindful Movements. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it in the previous podcast episodes. And I just wanted to have her on because she her work is focused around vision and goal setting and just creating a, a purposeful life. So that is kind of what we focused on today. So in today's episode, we break down how to create core values and what it means to fill up your cup first. We go into vision and goal setting and how to feel what we want to feel in pursuit of our goals, (laughs) being aware of our thoughts and how to start shifting our perspective while still allowing ourselves to feel the entire spectrum of emotions, coming to a place of acceptance with where we're at, where guilt comes from and how to start letting go of it and so much more. So with that, let me tell you a little bit more about Michelle. Michelle Dufford is the founder of Create Possibility and has been in the practice of goal coaching for over eight years. Michelle's strong commitment to creating space for others to live their life on purpose is experienced in every session, whether one-on-one or in group settings. You can connect with her on Instagram at create underscore possibility underscore or on her website at createpossibility.yolasite.com. I am so excited to have you listen to this episode and here is Michelle. Michelle, welcome. Thank 
you. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I met Michelle kind of like I met my friend Jen, who I've also had on the podcast through um, my previous company and our brains just think the same and I just love her so much. And through just our normal conversations, I'm like, we just need to have you on the podcast and let everyone hear the magic that happens inside of your brain. (laughs) And we've been, I know I've been talking about mindful movement events and that all of those exciting things. And Michelle is my partner in crime in that. So um, I'm excited to have you on and to share you with all my people. So welcome. Thanks, Steph. I'm so excited. <laughs> excited to be on. Honored to be on. And oh. I've been looking forward to this. So thank Same, you. Thank girl. <laughs> so I always start with asking my guests to tell my people a little bit about you and your work and just give them a little bit of background of either how you got to where you are or just what you want to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, My name is Michelle Dufford and I am the founder of Create Possibility, uh, Vision and Goals. And my company became official yesterday. Official company. So exciting. um, And why I started doing this work, I was in um, a corporate job where I got to lead personal development and vision and goals for about eight years. And through that, um, I saw many, many people achieve goals. I myself set goals, achieved goals. Um, and the power of living on purpose, being aware of thought and um, language and what we want to get up to and just that, that higher awareness. Um, was something that was new to me when I first came into the company. And after those eight years shifting out of that, I wanted to share that with others. So I started doing that through um, really coaching with friends and family and um, seeing positive results and in noticing that that was a gift that I had to share with the world. Um, and now I'm I'm running this company and, and coaching um, one-on-one and also coaching corporate um, groups. And then what I like to get into is some more like what we did with the mindful movement as well. So like groups, you know, if people want to get outside, if people want to elevate conversation in some of the other fun things that they're doing, um, offering that to, to whatever the group is. Um, so that's, that's who I am. Love it. I love the the elevate the conversations because I feel like just with our experience with mindful movement, there were so many people who were able to connect on more of a human level because we allowed that space to have those kinds of conversations. And so kind of with that, I, I wanted to, with my next guests, however long, I wanted to start asking the question, what makes you human? Because I think we don't talk about those layers very mm. often. Mm-hmm. Ah, what makes me human? Well, that gives me the chills when you ask that question, which is probably a really good sign of, of inner, inner reflection, right? Um, what makes me human is all that I am. So it's, it's the days that I'm really excited and 
your biggest cheerleader, my own biggest cheerleader. And it's also the days where I sit in doubt and wonder what I'm doing. Um, it's the days where I can spend time with people that I love and be super, super present. And then it's the other days where I sit and reflect and I'm like, I don't even know where I was for the last 24 hours. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's, that's really what makes me human is that I'm forever evolving, forever um, accepting myself where I'm at and being aware of like, where can I, again, that word elevate comes up, like where can I elevate things? And then where can I be okay with where things are at and, and actually accept them and be okay with them? I love what you've been sharing recently through social just around um, you're showing different pictures of acceptance of where you're at. And it's like, yes, that's what makes us human is, is not finding fault in it. It's actually finding awareness to accept. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. And I love that you, you talk about the, like both sides, mm-hmm. right? Because I think sometimes we've either focused on one or the other. And I mm-hmm. think combining those two experiences of our lives where we have both the highs and the lows, it's like, that's human. We don't mm-hmm. ever allow... I think we either try and hold on to the happiness and fear that it's going to go away. And then we push mm-hmm. down the things that we fear. But it's like, if we can just combine both of those things and have full acceptance for our ad, it's like, yeah, that's our human experience. It's just allowance and being okay with that. And then understanding where's like creating awareness around all of it and then learning how to elevate and move forward in a way that does serve you. Mm-hmm. And because we're allowed to do that too and create the kind of life that we want to be living. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm always sharing with my clients. Like I, I do this work too. I don't have it mastered. Like I, I am doing this work too. And that that's human. Like we're all in this together. Um, and I think you're so right. It's like when we can be aware and then shift, it doesn't need to be all crazy excitement or all down and out like there's balance and being aware of it and accepting all of it for the good bad and the ugly I think is important 100 Mm percent I love it so something that I just wanted to pick your brain on because the more that I do this work and the more women I speak to the more and just going like I personally went through this as well is like so many of us don't sit down and ask, like, what do I want? What do I want to create? What kind of life do I want to be living? Because I think we get so wrapped up in what society wants of us or what our family and friends wants of us or what we think we should be doing that we go down this path for so long. And I think someday we hit this, at least I did, I hit this wall where I'm like, what the hell do I even want? Who am I? What am I doing? And so when I ask the question, what do you want? A lot of people don't know. And so mm. I wanted to pick your brain about that. And if someone, if you asked a client or if someone asked like, or you, that question came up of like, what do you want? How would you help someone facilitate that question? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's actually perfect because it's how I start all of my coaching um, conversations, which is hilarious. And uh, really what... I look at and I believe works at least for the coaching that I do is for, for all of us 
to get really clear on our core values. So um, that's what I would ask. I would ask someone to, and, and anyone listening to this can do this, like just sit and write all your core values. And people might say, what is a core value? It's, it's that thing where you stand, you stand by that. That's what gets you out of bed in the morning. That is what you live by. Um, whether it be fun, family, travel, honesty, integrity, um, adventure. I mean, you name it, that, that can be a core value, right? And then from that list, so you write, 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 write. When you get to a lull, when you really start to think and try to like make yourself think that you have certain core values, that's that's that judgment road. That's that like external. Oh well, I should put family because that'll look good. Well, maybe that isn't yours. Um, I say to stop there, and then we really look at those core values, and we we look at okay, how are we doing with those? Like I can sit here and tell you that my, one of my core values is fun. Um, and there are days when I look at that and I'm like, I am at a two. <laughs> There's not some fun happening in this day. Um, and, and it's just, again, that awareness. It goes back to what we were talking about. So you look at that awareness and you say, okay, what does it take to get me from that two to a 10, maybe even just a seven? And then what there, what do I need to be doing? So it takes again, Instead of just like, what do I want to do? It actually gets you realigned on like, what lights you up? What makes you feel aligned? And then from there, we can start talking about what it is actually that you want to do to shift those. Does that make sense? Totally. And so, okay, the question I have around that too is what happens when people start to feel guilty about their core values? Like, like you said, I should put family on here because that's what I should, I should value that. How do you navigate someone like if they don't want to have family on, like if that for them doesn't feel good and they have guilt around that, how do you help someone in that situation? Yeah. I mean, that would be like a whole nother conversation around like what's going on there and, um, and why are we judging ourselves for looking a certain way by putting a certain, whatever the core value is. Um, so we could look at that and look at, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be family for some people. It might not be fun. Some people, it might be education. Other people, it might not be. Like That's, again, where we get into the societal view of other people putting their judgment on us. And actually, where I would coach is going back to, again, what truly makes you feel lit up? Um, and, and we might get to a point where people are like, I don't even know that. I don't even know what it is that, that makes me feel lit up. And they might only be able to list one core value, and we can look at that one. And then they can play in that space for quite some time see what it looks like to try on um, adding some things into your day that are linked to that. And then how do we feel when we're doing those things? And then from there, we can continue to work through that. But um, the judgment piece, it's one that shows up for people. um, And it's really just acknowledging, again, that it's showing up and and choosing some other option there. Yeah. I I talk about, I mean, you know, (laughs) I talk about compassion and curiosity all the time. And I think this comes up too, with just body image as well. And and a lot of things where it's like, you're the judgment of what you should be doing comes up so, so much. And I think, especially too, I'm thinking about my mom listeners. I think family, that can be a big guilt trip 
there mm. in like, well, family, I, I'm not feeling, ha-, you know, and that there's a lot of guilt. And so, yeah, I think just having compassion and being curious around or, or just even in, not even being curious in this space, but just having compassion over the fact that like, that's okay. That mm. this, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be one of my values. Yeah. And, and, and I always talk about too, like filling up your cup first allows you to then really show up for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's really it, right? When you can go back to your alignment of what lights you up, what gets you out of bed, you got to get out of bed first, right? To be able to then fill your cup to then serve everyone else. Um, it's like really looking at, is there something in there for you to be tapping into for yourself? And that's, yeah, it's tricky because we do attach guilt or we attach selfishness or whatever you want to call it. But really at the end of the day, no one else's opinion of us is really any of our business. Mm. Our own opinion of us is our business. And that's actually where we can develop from. That's where we can drive from. Um, and, and getting into the practice of not actually even caring (laughs) is something that can be really beneficial for people. Um, and it sounds a little bit stingy and it sounds a little bit selfish, but, um, really when we're so worried about that judgment or what someone else is thinking, we're wasting so much energy there that we're not, um, we're not getting in alignment with our values. We're not again, sitting down and figuring out what it is that we want. We're so focused on living life on everyone else's terms that life is just happening and it's going by really fast. And and then you see that kind of spiral out of control that you talked about of like, I don't even know what I want. Hmm. Yeah. And, oh, I love that you touch on that because I think we do get so wrapped up in what everyone else is thinking of us and trying to live life from that place. And I know worthiness and enoughness and, and trying to prove ourselves to everybody else and, and taking on the burden of everyone else's happiness so that we can feel a certain way. Mm. It's exhausting and it doesn't work. I, I mean, from years of people pleasing, it all came from this fear-based place of being rejected or not being enough and not, and trying to manipulate and control the way everybody else felt about me that I wasn't paying attention to how I felt about me. And mm. in the end, that feeling about myself was the thing that was causing all of the other issues in my life. Yes. Yeah. And so if we can kind of come from this place of like, I don't care what people think of me and, and dropping the judgment of ourselves, because in the end, I think judgment, the way that we think other people are judging us is actually the way we're judging ourselves. Does that make sense? Totally. So if we can drop that and focus on ourselves, then like, that's where the change really comes from. That's where the fulfillment comes from. So you're Mm -hmm. so right in that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you think about it, right? What you just said, you said, we're so focused on others judging us. And then others are probably very focused on others judging them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they're not thinking about you really that much at all. (laughs) And we're all using energy to go and a circle that doesn't really serve anyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we, we saw this in our, our group, right? We were all yeah. after the end of our hike. So our, our, our event is a, 
mindful movement. And so we, we do some sort of like intentional movement. And then we just had a conversation about it. And every single person, when we got to the top of our hike said, I was thinking about what I said and that you guys were thinking about what I said, but everybody else said the same thing. So it's like, we're all just judging ourselves thinking everyone is judging ourselves. <laughs> and it is, it's, it's like, Oh, no one's really paying that much attention to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of yep. wasted energy. <laughs> yep. It sure is. But at least we can laugh about it, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so with all of that, how then, I know you said there were some steps, like once people kind of figure out their core values, what can they do next to start creating a life that does feel exciting? And I know that that's probably based on them, but I guess maybe in your own experience, like kind of when you got to that point of, I want to start creating a life that feels exciting. Like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So from the core values, so you have your core values, you evaluate where you're at um, currently in life and you're, re- you're real with yourself. So that's the first key is really being honest. So it's funny, I'll coach and I'll ask someone, you know, let's say that their core value is um, adventure. And I'll say, okay, so in this season, um, how are you doing with adventure? Oh, I'm doing great with adventure. Okay. But I haven't traveled in 10 months and, uh, and I'm like, okay, so what does great look like? You know, so really asking ourselves and seeing that again, that judgment of like, if they don't say great, then I might judge, but it's like, actually not it's a true meter of how am I doing in this? You might value, again, we go back to family. You might value family and you might say, oh, I'm at a two. Like, haven't contacted anyone. Haven't spent any time with my kids. Haven't picked up the phone, whatever it is. Um, So you go through that. You look at that and we look at, okay, what can I do? And it's, it's not a life overhaul. It can be a small shift to just add something in maybe, um, you know, once a day, once a week, be gentle with yourself and start to shift those twos, you know, a little bit further towards your 10 area, if you will. From there, once you're really clear on your core values, you can look at doing some visioning work. And um, there are all kinds of tools out there to do visioning work. So if you um, tap into, I'm sure there's like podcasts or I don't know if Headspace does one, but um, different techniques to really take yourself and look at, okay, where is it that I want to go? What is it that this life looks like um, in the direction that I'm heading in? And, And how are these core values playing into that? Am I spending time adventuring? Am I traveling once a month? Am I whatever it is? Like really play in the space of possibility. And be aware when that judgment voice comes up because so, it's going to come up. It's going to be like, well, you don't have enough money and you don't have enough this and the time and how am I going to ever do that? And like all that, that inner voice, you call it something. What do you call it? I like to say inner dialogue or inner just dialogue. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your inner dialogue comes up um, and we'll start to play a little game with you in there. And um, I would just say, keep playing in that space of possibility and really get pen to paper. If you're an artist, draw. If you like to be out running or hiking or swimming or whatever, like just let your mind be in that space of wonder and possibility and play in that space um, and see what comes up. And 
from there, then we start to work backwards and create tangible goals to work towards that vision and really take steps to start working towards it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love this. Um, something that I like to just, because nobody, I think, like you said, that judgment voice comes in and we don't allow ourselves to dream big. So we stay small because mm-hmm. of the fear. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you could do anything, if there was no ceiling as to what was possible, what would your life look like in, in a month, three years, 10 years and allow yourself to dream that way. Because I think if we're not clear on where it is that we want to go, we don't make those kinds of decisions that will allow us to get there and actually have what's like truly possible. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, like dream big. Yeah. Dream big. And, um, I've been hearing and and sharing this a lot lately, but like having a shift in perspective, like Mm -hmm. look at things a little differently, you know? And, and if we are always in that place of judgment or fear and it comes up, like it's, it's not to say that it's wrong or right or anything. It just is, it comes up, it's there, it's fine. Acknowledge it. But if we can really shift our perspective and just do something a little different, like, what does it feel like? Mm. You know, what does it look like? I was in a class this morning and I, we were spinning our bikes forward. And I was like, what if I pedaled my bike backwards? It feels totally different. Try it. It's kind of fun. (laughs) And like, I think people were probably looking at me like this woman's crazy. And like, but how often do we on autopilot just go Mm. and do and, and, stay in this box. Right. And it's like, that's when you're playing with these visions, you can really, um, play in the space of possibility and if nothing and blue sky and just see what comes up and, and really you may not end up writing goals or working towards every part of that vision. Um, but it's pretty incredible when you do it at some point in your life, you will look and you'll be like, I saw this in a vision that I created and and I created it and now I'm living it. And that is powerful. Yeah. I know for me personally, I, for so many years, because I have student loan debt, I, I told myself I couldn't start a business. Mm. And so I put that off for a very long time. And I've known that that's something I've been wanting to do. And it took one day of being like, well, what if I could, what would that look like? And how could I make that possible? And here we are. Right. And I think it does just take like, and maybe we can talk about this next is like, choose like the negative thoughts or those, those thoughts that, that, that inner dialogue of trying that voice that's trying to keep us safe. That's the way I like to look at her because we don't want to fight her. We don't want to fight parts of ourselves. We want to allow that to be there, but then like choose to take a different path. So side, side little ramble there, but maybe we can start looking at what happens when that inner voice comes in and just starting to be awareness of our thoughts and the power of shifting them into something that's positive or possible. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's crazy. Like when you start shifting that, what kinds of things can come into your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's another really fun tool um, that I'll offer. You guys are getting all the tools. I mean, take <laughs> take them, live your best life, people. Um, so there's a really cool tool that kind of plays with that brain shift. So we've talked a lot about thought and 
um, how our brains are wired and, and the fact that our brains have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, 95% of those thoughts are the same. And then 60% of those are negative. So of course that thought of doubt is going to come in. It's how we're wired. It's what happens. So this activity allows you to play with that. It allows you to acknowledge. It doesn't make you get rid of. It makes you acknowledge it. And then it makes you play in the space of all the other things. So how it looks basically on a piece of paper, you would write, um, we can use your example of starting a business, right? Mm. So you can write down on the piece of paper, all of the things that are going to go wrong. I mean, let that brain play because it will tell you that it's never going to work and all the things. It'll go crazy. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Take one step towards starting the business, Mm. whatever that may be. Maybe it's getting the business license. Maybe it's creating the website. Maybe it's taking your first dollar and taping it up on the wall. I think people used to do that in businesses. It's kind of fun. (laughs) That's fun. Um, And you take that step and then you write what actually happened Mm. in the same notebook and then look at them, look at both sides of that. And you're, it actually will have a shift in your brain. It will actually have a shift in the experience that you're having. And probably in that moment, the business didn't fail. Mm. And you continue to do that. And you can apply that in many, many places, but that's really where it's not, it's not putting those thoughts. It's not getting rid of them. It's not because they're going to keep coming, right? Because that 95%, they're the same every day. So they're going to keep coming to the party. Um, It's acknowledging them. It's giving them power. It's writing them down on paper, but it's also still taking the leap. And then it's acknowledging what, what truly does happen. Yeah. And it's, we are brains. I think too, this conversation has come up before where it's like the things that you write down of what could happen and what feels really true. Like it feels really true for someone, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're like, but look, and then they can pick through, they probably can, can, can put evidence towards it at some point. Right. And I think it's because our brains are designed to do that. They they want to keep us safe. And so if we're focused on those negative thoughts or the thoughts that aren't serving us, our brains are going to keep looking in our lives to fill that with that piggy bank with all of the evidence as to why that can't happen. Mm -hmm. So in doing this, it's like, you're just rebuilding your trust with yourself. You're filling up a different piggy bank of what's possible. And so if we can then start focusing on different evidence, then it's like, Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. I'm going to, that, that happened. Cool. Like I didn't die or the worst didn't happen. And you just start filling the bank of what's possible. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's so, we have so much power that we don't even realize sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy for us to sit on the negative side. Yeah. It's really easy. It's really easy to tell you all the reasons why I can't do something and then prove to you that I can't do it. And then exactly. I'm going to prove it right. Right. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, that possibility side is so scary. And it's not a it's not a side we spend a lot of time on. And we can give just as much weight to that side of the piece of paper, of to whatever our thought, our brain. We can give just as much weight and play in that space and prove it just as much. Yeah. 
And that's so, so powerful. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it works. Totally. I mean, that's yeah, right. And it's, I think sometimes we play like we just sit back and let life happen to us. How often do we say, oh, this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me. But mm-hmm. if we can start there right here, just shifting the perspective to life's happening for me, everything that's happening is a lesson for me. And I can, I have the power to choose what I do next. Even mm-hmm. if I can't control my circumstances, I can choose how I react to those circumstances. Take the power back. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like stop letting life happen to you and have like, just, yeah, change the perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So was there anything else around just positive thought process or shifting? Um, I mean, the biggest, the biggest thing I notice in the shift and in positive thought is in language. Mm. So um, I listen a lot for language. Um, I listen, um, and you can do this again, you can do this for yourself or you can ask someone. um, And we as leaders and facilitators will often be in a situation where we'll ask someone like, what's my filler word? Or what is my, you know, what is the word that I don't hear that I'm saying that I'm saying in whether it's in a lack of confidence or whatever when I'm facilitating. And we can often as peers hear one another and call each other out and and share that, which is such a gift to have someone um, share that because we often don't hear it ourselves. So it's the same idea with that. It's just around our language with positivity and our language with goal setting. So you will hear people use a lot of words like should. Um, You will hear maybe someday I might. Mm. There's not a lot of power in maybe someday I might because I'm not waiting on on that. Maybe someday I might bring you an ice cream sundae. Well, is that going (laughs) to happen or is it not? (laughs) Um. So I hear a lot of that. So we really talk about um, speaking the positivity, speaking the action into life and and creating it. So um, you can listen to, maybe I will someday bring you an ice cream sundae, this is an example, or I will bring you an ice cream sundae tomorrow by five o'clock. Mm. You hear the difference, right? And that's just a fun one, you know, for the sake of summer. Um, but but you can use that when you're setting a goal, and and you can hear that in that positivity, or you can hear um, if you're asking yourself or you're declaring something, but there's a doubt in it. There's like a question mark at the end. I would just say look a little bit further. Um, and in in that situation, I'd say look a little bit further into whether you're declaring from a space of yourself and positivity, or if you're declaring based on, again, what you think someone else thinks you should do. Mm. Because that's where we'll see things come up. Like oftentimes, again, we, we would call it a looking good goal. And you're not actually doing it because it's alignment with your values or it was part of your vision. You're doing it because it looks good and, and you saw that someone else did it and someone else got an acknowledgement of whatever, you know, on and on. Um, so you actually want to question that. Like, am I really doing this because it's going to fill my cup and it's going to, you know, 
add some value to my life or am I doing it to look good? Um, and then listening to that language. Am I speaking from a place that I start a business by May 2020? Or someday I might start a business. Hear the difference in the language there. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just the other, the only other thing about positivity or, or possibility is really actually believing it and actually speaking it into existence. Yeah. Okay. I want to pick that part, pick that apart a little bit because I think that that's so important. So I recently had, I think, well, in the context of how people are listening to this, it doesn't make sense for me to say yesterday, but my last episode that I recorded and just some conversations we've had in the She Craves Truth community is all about the why behind our goals Mm -hmm. and really understanding what that looks like. Um, So the question that came up for me when you were talking about that is like, what is, can you explain like what that feels like in your body to help tell the difference between a goal that feels really good and in alignment with what you want versus what you think you should be doing, or maybe even out of fear of like worthiness, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think so many of us think that when I get somewhere, then I will feel blank then I will have this, then I will feel worthy, then I will be enough. So what's the difference between setting a goal that feels really, really in a line, like fills up your cup versus something that's out of fear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go back to that first activity. So I'd go back to my core values. And again, I would look at, is this something that truly means something to me? and truly gets me out of bed and gets me going. Um, And I ask myself that. And you'll find that a lot of what you're doing, a lot of what you're going after, a lot of the goals that you're setting um, that do feel that way are rooted in your core values. Mm. And then, um, so I would start there. And then I I love that question. Why? I love that question. Why? Um, And I would ask myself that. So if you are looking at setting a goal, right? Like, let's use an, an example. Okay, so um, my husband and I, we're currently on the East Coast. So I'm talking to you from the East Coast, which is so fun. <laughs> and um, in 2013, we set goals together. And we had a five-year goal to be able to work from the best coffee shops in the world. Mm-hmm. by 2018 is how we wrote it. And 2016, we were in a coffee shop working and I took a picture and I it, I felt that like we were living this. I saw this in a vision and it's actually happening. And this is, and I promise this, this makes all sense when we go <laughs> to this. But um, so if you're looking at that goal, right, you would say like, okay, why? Like, why do you want to work from the best coffee shops in the world? And when I asked myself that, it's like, it actually has nothing to do with the coffee shop. Um, it, it had everything to do with flexibility, which is a core value of mine. It had everything to do with family because our family is on the East Coast and we live out in Park City, Utah. So um, it had to do with that. And then it had to do with quality, time, and connection. And those are all things that if I went back to my core values are rooted in, Mm -hmm. right? So you would say like, okay, those things are actually going to fill me up. Had nothing really to do with the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. 
but that's what the goal was. So really staying focused on that. And then, you know, if, if my goal was truly to just work from coffee shops and I was like, well, why am I doing it? And I didn't have all those core values. I would be like, I don't know. Cause I saw it in a picture and it looked cool. Mm. Is that? Yeah. Leanne? Yeah. 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 And then something, okay. So I'm just going to keep picking your brain because I love this. And so I also talk about like the importance of like in goal setting and getting to where you want to be to feel what it is that you want to feel now while still in the pursuit of your goals. So that's why I love this core value conversation because I imagine those things that you wanted to feel when you got to that goal, you're still looking to feel on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you are in tuned and aligned and aware like living on purpose and you can actually say like, yes, this right now feels good or this right now does not feel good or this situation causes me to be anxious or this situation causes me to be calm, whatever it is, when you can really tap into that awareness, you can then find those things. Like we can find those things when we're not on the East Coast. They just look different. And that's what allows you to really be living this life that feels full built. Mm, love that so much. Yeah, because it's like if we're not placing, like if we're not living the way that we want to be living right now in pursuit of what it is that we want to create with our lives, then what's the point? Right. And I, and I guarantee that if you're, if you think that by achieving something, you're going to feel all the things that you want to feel without practicing feeling yeah. that way, you're going to get to that end goal and, and be like, what the hell? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's when the obsessiveness with setting goals and trying to be the best, like that's where that comes in because we're chasing something rather than learning how to feel that right now in pursuit of the goals. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we only get each moment. So if we're always striving for something that's so far beyond us, we're missing the point, right? Mm. I love that line. We only get each moment. Yeah. And it's like, if we, if we lived life with that in mind, I think that we would find more fulfillment on a daily basis. Yeah. And we wouldn't have time for the stuff that don't fill us up. Right. Yeah. And And, I mean, it goes back to that shifting of perspective too, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a rainy day here. And I've heard, I mean, New Englanders talk about the weather. That's like a thing, which great. Love it. Um, But it's like, yeah, it's a rainy day here. Wonderful. It means that we can be cozy in a blanket and, and, you know, other, otherwise, maybe my brain would have went to like, oh, it's going to rain the whole summer and then it's going to be an awful summer. And and it's like, no, actually in this moment, it's currently raining and we have a cozy blanket and it's great. Mm. So it's like, how do we shift that perspective? How do we shift or elevate the conversation? Totally. And I think this has just came to my mind too. It's like, because I talk about honoring our feelings too. And I I know that like our thoughts lead to the feelings. So with that as well, it's like, if you find yourself in a place where you're feeling low, it's this whole thing isn't about getting rid of those moments. It's about allowing yourself to be there, but then understanding like the way that I move forward now can be in a way that serves me. 
So mm-hmm. honor where I'm at, but then choose how I move forward. Yes. And the, yes. Com- the combination of those two things will lead to, because the reason why we feel guilty is because we're not honoring where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. And so if guilt's coming in, it's like, it's because I'm thinking I should be different or I should be doing something, you know? Yeah. So if we can can just honor where we're at and move forward in a way that serves us, that guilt sort of dissipates. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, what can we learn in that? Yeah. I, I recently, I think it was yesterday, I read someone said like, what do you do to get out of a slump? It was, you know, an Instagram thing. What do you do to get out of a slump? And I responded and I said, I stay in it. Mm. And I look at what I, I meant to be learning in that slump because there's something in there. Like if, if we're always just trying to get out of where we are and escape like what we're feeling, we're like, we're again, we're not in that moment. And, and there's a reason that you're in that slump and you're probably not going to be in that slump forever. Right. But there's some learning in there and there's some awareness in there and there's, there's something. And, um, I just, I think that's so true. Like it's, what can we be learning when some of these emotions are coming up, when some of these feelings are coming up, when we're not like on top of the world? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think too, if we're not honoring where we're at, we're resisting it constantly. And if we're resisting our emotionality, that's why I think so many of us are in a constant state state of anxiety because we're not allowing ourselves to be, we're thinking something should be different. How do I get rid of this? How do I get out of this? How do I change this instead of just allowing to be? And it, and it's my, um, someone said this, it's like, we don't stay. Oh, how did she say this? It was like, the feelings will pass. They will pass. It's like, we, we're, we don't stay in happiness forever. <laughs> Right. We didn't know what happiness was if we didn't have right. some outside of that. Right. And it's like, I think just knowing that it's it will move past it, we're going to be fine. We've just been told that that's not allowed. And so we think it's wrong. Mm. But like, we know how to process and feel happiness. And it's, it's emotionality is, it's all the same, just different wavelengths or different, um, energies. Right. So it's like, we know how to process happiness. We know how to be there. We allow that to be there. So how can we allow the other things to be there and to then run its course and to pass and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it makes a difference. <laughs> it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, how do you, what does it look like when you say I stay in the slump? Because I don't, how do you process those things? I guess that can be different for so many things, like so many different emotions. Yeah. So I don't Um, know if that's a tricky question. (laughs) I, I mean, very literally, like if I'm in a slump where it's like, I don't want to get out of bed. I mean, that's, that's happened to me before. Right. So it's like, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm kind of not like, it's not that I'm in a bad mood. It's just that I'm not in like any mood. It's kind of just like a neutral spot. Right. And, um, 
instead of like seeking motivation and seeking the sun or whatever it is that I know that will bring my energy up, I stay in that spot. I stay it, whether it's like in bed or it's like sitting on the couch or like some of these things that again, we would like label as negative. It's not negative. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and I ask myself, like I literally will ask and look at, okay, what is coming up? Hmm. And I see what comes up in that. And oftentimes there are feelings that I need to be feeling that maybe I haven't taken the time to sit and reflect on. Or like I just, I, I've, you know, they're coming up for a reason. And then I explore that. What is that? What's coming up? You know, whatever it is, it's probably different for everybody. And then actually be in that space and be okay in that space and feel those feelings. And then like you kind of said, like it, it passes eventually. And then it's another day or another moment or whatever it is. But yeah, it's really getting curious in that space of not being distracted. Cause in my past, if I was like in a slump, I would be like, Oh, that's fine. I'm just going to like, stay here and I'm going to pull the shades and watch movies all day or I'm going to like binge on this, which is like great, wonderful. But for me, if I'm feeling that like um, lower energy, like I often will look at, okay, what is it that's coming up and be in that spot, be in that space. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, I love that you say like, it's okay. Like if, if you're in that moment and you binge on something or you, you, you choose to, kind of not deal with what's coming up because sometimes that's the best we can do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Allow yourself to have the space. But I think what a lot of us don't do is take that time to be like, what is coming up for me? Mm -hmm. What is going on here? How do I sit with this? How do I process this? And that's where I think we end that constant cycle of at least I'm, I'm thinking of just um, like for me, it was like binging on food or alcohol or whatever. It was kind of creating this cycle. I would never mm-hmm. find myself out of it because I was always numbing the thing that came up. Mm-hmm. And so it would mm-hmm. keep happening and I would keep numbing and I would keep numbing and da, 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 and then it would get to this point of like, oh, I'm so filled with anxiety right now that I don't even know mm-hmm. what to do. But it's like, if we then, okay, we binge, take a second to say, what is coming up for me? What caused that? What am I numbing? What am I trying not to feel and get curious about it? Then that's when we can sort of end that cycle and move on. Yeah. Yeah. And find gratitude in that moment, like find gentleness, find gratitude, like thank you brain universe, whatever you call it for like having an awareness to see something, accept it. And then go, go about whatever it is that you're doing. Like just really being grateful for the awareness. Like it all comes back to being aware, being aware, being aware. Mm. Um, because you're right. Like we can cycle, whether it's whatever it is, like we can cycle. And we talked about this quite a bit on our hike because we got silent on our hike. Mm -hmm. And, um, we talked about how often are we in silence with our thoughts and, um, you know, if we're, if we're constantly adding distraction, chatter, noise, what alcohol, food, whatever it is, um, are we truly actually just being aware and acknowledging? And it doesn't take that long to 
let whatever it is come up usually. Um, and then being grateful. It's there. It's part of who you are. It's part of your makeup. It's what makes you human. You know, what we started this call with was how are we human? Like that, that's human right there. Yeah. And it's great. We deny ourselves that sometimes. And I think if we can start looking at it as a beautiful thing and stop being so harsh on ourselves, we can learn so much. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I want to, I actually talked about this today in my stories. I, I lashed out on my mom last night out of nowhere. She did nothing wrong. (laughs) Like nothing that would have provoked that. I was just irritated. And I think sometimes it's like, we look at, like, it doesn't have to happen. Like, I think sometimes we have this expectation of like, well, I need to be aware all the time. And I need to not participate in the things that don't feel good all of the time because that's awareness. But it's like, sometimes you can have awareness after you participate in something that doesn't feel good. Those Mm -hmm. things are usually the signs of what's out of alignment or what's not true you know, that, that usually can point to something else that's deeper and then we can move forward. Then mm-hmm. we can, okay. Oh, that didn't feel good. Why? And then getting yeah. to, Oh, I have a lot of unprocessed anger and it's just because I haven't been getting enough sleep and that's because I haven't been taking care of myself. Okay. Now I can move forward, right? What needs to shift? Sorry, mom. Yeah, exactly. And then taking responsibility for the emotionality that you projected onto somebody else. And moving... It's like, if we can just look at it from this place of compassion, I say that all the freaking time, but it's so true. And just being curious and taking away the judgment and the shame. It's like, there's so much cool shit we can learn about ourselves. Mm-hmm. There really is, right? Yeah. And And... Instead, if, I mean, if we brought it full circle, instead we're in our own heads worrying about others judging us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Close the loop. <laughs> we have time. We have lots of time. We're thinking about others judging us. But yes. Really, like, just keep being aware of where we're at. Hundred <laughs> percent. Being okay with it. <laughs> yes, I think that that's like the end all be all lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. Michelle, I, I mean, you know, we have, we've talked all day before. <laughs> I could easily talk to you all day about this stuff. All day long. <laughs> and I would be totally fine with that. But I, I know we're kind of coming up on the end of our time. So I just wanted to ask if there was anything else that we didn't really touch on today that you wanted to make sure everyone knew or just kind of last thoughts in this conversation. The floor is yours. Just, uh, gratitude towards you and to your listeners. And um, I'm so excited to be living in a world where this type of conversation and this awareness and this commitment to self-development is existing. Um, And I'm grateful for people like you who are carrying that conversation on um, because I think it is such a gift for everyone. And I, I believe that the world is a better place when we're, we're doing this work. So thank you. This is an amazing way to start a day. And I'm, I'm excited to see where everything grows from here. Likewise, Michelle, I'm so grateful for you and just how the world has brought us together and just being able to, to chat with you about this kind of stuff. It's, I just can't believe sometimes that this is what I get to do. And so thank you for being a part of it. (laughs) Where can people find you if they want to connect? You can find me um, at create underscore possibility underscore that good old Instagram. Um, 
um, or on our website at createpossibility.yolasite.com. And um, otherwise, if you want to reach out for coaching, um, I can send my email through. I guess you could put that in the notes maybe. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Perfect. I'll put all your contact information in the show notes and make sure everyone knows where they can find you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was such a beautiful conversation and I feel that it's so, so, so important and just little tweaks in the way that we're showing up can make such a huge difference. And I'm just so grateful for you and your work and for this time. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone for being here and we will all chat soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you at all resonated with today's message, please give it a share either with a friend or a family member or on Instagram. You can tag me at Stephanie Dankelson. The best way to get this podcast growing and to share this message with the world is through word of mouth. Thank you to those of you who have already shared this podcast. It means so much to me. I appreciate all of you and we will see you all soon.